Tilik. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast all as well. Thank you to my new listeners. Thank you to everyone. I really appreciate you. So um, today I would be doing um, a story time, sort of telling you a story straight from my head, you know, to you. And um, it will be coming alongside the other podcast kind of things that we've been having. And I'm looking to also doing collaborations with other people so the podcast will be more robust. However, um, I just like telling stories. I like talking. So basically, it's just one of those things. And I hope you enjoy it. So I'll be titling this particular kind of episode, Story Story. So you would know what to expect when you see Story Story before the um, in the description. So you know that this is a story time kind of thing. And so this particular story is going to come in two parts. It's going to be um, a two-part story time because, as you know, I don't like long podcasts so that I don't get you bored and then disengaged in the middle of the whole thing. So I don't want it too long. Anyway, we'll just get right into it. The story for today is titled Mother at the Ramp Resort. Here's part one. The Ramp Resort in set up in Lagos, it's... Um, a conservative slash island kind of resort so they have the resort part where there are the chalets there are the um, the front parts and then there's a wildlife conservative reserve part of the chalet uh, of the resort Um, the island is connected to this wildlife reserve by a wooden bridge and by a ramp ahead. In the wildlife reserve as well, there are ramps moving around because obviously you don't want to walk amongst the animals, although they are wooden bridges, but people just prefer to be safer by taking the ramp ahead. Um, So they move from tree to tree with the ramps, they move from location to location. You can move from the wildlife reserve to the chalet part with the ramp as well. So the setup is um, a very peaceful place, home away from home, and then takes you out of the old mess of town, you know. No noise, everywhere is a little bit calmer, you're closer to nature and things like that. So that's the setup of where the story happens. And the couple that visited, Mr. and Mrs. Ama, um, the highlights of the story, visited the resort as sort of um, a place where they could get to meet each other again, you know, get to start afresh and try to just sort out whatever issues they're currently having in their relationships and whatever issues they're trying to resolve in their relationships at the time. And so, the husband just suggested that how about they go to this resort that has been well talked about um, for five days, you know, leave the town, leave their repetitive kind of lifestyle, and just go here, relax, unwind, start afresh, and then see what happens from there. And so, they visit the resort. They get to this resort on a Monday, and they both taking leave from work, and then create a time for this to happen. Um, on getting to the resort, Mr. Ahmad, Ama, is greeted familiarly by 
one of the cleaning staff like oh welcome again nice to see you again and then he goes on saying i don't know this person this seems to be a mistake and then they just be rid of us oh, probably looks like one of the old customers or something like that and so they just let that pass yeah and so uh, they just let that pass and that goes on and they take them to their chalets mind you in the chalets they do not allow hotel staff to attend to anyone from past 6 p.m because it is considered that if it's an home away from home experience you should be able to relax and unwind with your family from that time at least get some privacy get some time to yourselves till the next morning and so the only people you have around are night guards which don't even who don't even roam around you particular chalets they're just there in case you need something and of course um security protocols have been explained to each guest so you know what to do in case you need to urgently reach out to someone but aside from reaching out nobody would actually come to bug you in your rooms at that time so um the couple arrive it's morning monday morning they had to go through all of the traffic to get there because it's quite a distance from town and um they're trying to just unwind get used to the place get to you know look around and all of that and um, they've both not been there before in quotes they've, no, no, they've both not been there before and um, they get to just relax you know going to their chalets and then Ahmad says he and his wife whose name is Bera by the way so it's Ahmad and Bera Ama um, decide that okay maybe they should just go around and see the vicinity and then you know what know what they're dealing with so first before we get into them going to see the vicinity let me just give you a background story on the couple so Bera and Ahmad had been married for three years and before getting married they've been dating for eight months they met in the banking hall where Ahmad was one of the officers and in our account so she had been there to make a complaint she was trying to book a flight and for some reason she couldn't just get money out of her account and that was really infuriating for her so she visited the branch really angry really upset and then you know talking because she was obviously upset for good reasons and Ahmad came up and tried to like pacify her and then that was how they met they said dating and that was it there was always an uneven match sort of they were both good looking on equal terms you can always say that both good looking on equal terms husband you know told her handsome wife everything you would just imagine a beautiful woman and then however when i say uneven i mean that Vera had always been very successful very very successful uh career had always been booming she's high up there and Ahmad is you know just a normal everyday guy who just earns middle um, level salary who has like a midlife you know just everything is just basic and normal for him and Bera is is really up there but their union was 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 sweet they they were into each other and it worked within eight months they were married so their life started anyway so back to the resort they decided to just look at the vicinity you know see what they're dealing with 
look at the rams take beautiful pictures you know instagram they have to post so they go around they do that you know um visit the restaurant the open restaurant and you know just have lunch you know before they start climbing the ramps which Ahmad was selling Bera that he thinks it would be better for her for them to climb the next day considering how stressful it was to get to the resort in the first place and they had so many other fun things they could do there was a canoe ride that was you know a very short canoe ride it was something very very picturesque you know so they would really enjoy that and he suggested they do that instead and then take the ramp ride tomorrow so they decided to do that instead you know took the canoe ride took more pictures had more food got a little bit tipsy and you know was about to they were about to retire for the night when they were introduced to their um, night guard staff who would be guiding the chalets at night that particular night and so one of the night guards realized that he knows Bera. Bera kind of just recognized him, but for some reason they didn't just acknowledge each other's presence or acknowledge knowledge of each other. But they knew each other and that was it. So they introduced them to the night staff, they went to bed, and that was it. So the end of day one. Day two started on a good note. They were all dressed up. She was really dressed up in this ready to hike kind of outfit. She was wearing shorts, wearing her boots. Um, Ahmad was also getting ready and they were ready to just climb the ramp, do everything, you know. And so they were about to go out when Ahmad said, Oh, how about they just do something else and then climb the ramp towards evening, you know, kind of just climb the ramp towards like four or five there about when it was getting a little bit darker so that they would become he was feeling a little bit sick anyway so he didn't think he was up to it that morning or at least not around the time they wanted to go which was around 10 a.m 12 a.m 12 p.m so he didn't want to do it around that time so he wanted to get a little bit later before they did that and so they went for other things there's a little museum so they went to a little museum took pictures went to the zoo part you know so the animals, the domesticated animals, the ones that can be in the zoo, not the ones in the wildlife resort kind of part, you know, of the resort. So they they just took pictures, did all of that, had lunch again, had very fancy lunch. And, you know, the night guard was sort of around and, you know, still seeing her and then just said hello to them all. I was the one who was guarding your chalet last night and that was it. And there was this maid who I mentioned recognized Ahmad from the beginning. And she was around too, you know, everyone was just there and it was just like a really fun thing going on. And around 5 p.m. Ahmad says it's time to go climb the ramp and he and Bera just went on without a guard, a guide because it says it's even more fun if they just you know as a couple going to the wildlife themselves you know sort of just enjoy the scenery and you know the point of being there in the first place was for them to be closer to each other to be able to have communication and then be alone sort of because 
they've been seeing a therapist and they needed a long time. They needed time away from people, away from suggestive comments and everything. They just had to be alone. So they decided to take this ramp ride, ramp walk alone around 5 p.m. Anyway, so that da, 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 da. anyway so they go climb the ramp and then say bye bye to the people in the restaurant and people actually see them go up the sidewalk towards the ramp and that's it and at that time because one it's weekdays um people don't really come to the resort weekdays people are there weekends two it's towards evening so there's not too many people on the walk parts um, on the walkway towards the ramp so you don't even get to meet a lot of people a lot of people don't get to them actually walk away so they just go into the they just go off into the greenway and of course there's um, enough security protocol so they think that the resort owners don't have any issue with them going or taking a walk alone because they feel that oh you'll be on the ramp you'll be safe and then they are also sidewalks there there's like a wooden bridge where you could actually walk across anyway about two hours later around 7 pm 7 30 pm ahmad is calling frantically calling on the phone calling the the security desk calling the security desk number we had gotten upon their introduction to the resort he's calling frantically screaming is really breathless at this time and so they rush out to meet him they meet him come almost coming out of the ramp access he's coming out and he's screaming and he's really frantic and he's screaming that his wife had fallen off and so everyone is like kind of worried running back towards the direction he came from trying to like see what happened trying to figure out how it happened where she was her body and all of that and so turns out that Bera had fallen off the ramp around the swampy area um, which means that she had fallen into crocodile infested waters and so the security guards the lifeguards people there are very experienced in this kind of thing so they just try to pull her out but it's too late because from what they can see she's falling in there for from what they can see at least more than 30 minutes for the crocodiles to have been able to you know do anything to her at all it means that she's been there for like more than 10 20 minutes at least and so she she's all mangled up but they bring her out still they try to like she's still breathing a little bit by the time they bring her out before they call the med team the ambulance she's dead anyway and so they still take her to the hospital try to like figure out what happened and the husband Ahmad is really frantic is really teary is really going crazy because he's trying to make um an understanding out of what just happened like his wife just fell off the ramp in a resort in the middle of like nowhere literally and he's just crying they're asking him questions but he really can't answer because at that time he's devastated he's really devastated he doesn't know what to say he's sad that his wife is gone especially in this kind of horrible way and so yeah that's the that's the story of day two at the ramp resort tuesday and um at the hospital they of course tell him that his wife is dead and there's nothing they can do she's pretty mangled up 
and um, the resort owners the resort um, managers everyone is with them in the hospital trying to like you know put their own share trying to like make sure figure out what happened like how did it happen considering this happened on their property and um these people were guests so they're all worried everyone is really worried everyone is you know frantic it's really a chaotic um scene at that time at the hospital and so they stay at the hospital for for a couple of hours Ahmad is calling his parents and our parents towards midnight telling them what had happened how this had happened and you know those ones um, were saying they'll come over probably the next morning to see situation and then help in any way they can and everyone is really worried everyone is really scared for Ahmad right now that his wife had to die in this horrific way especially with him witnessing the situation himself so that's it that's day two that's the end of day two again that's the end of day two so by wednesday the family is around everyone is going around and trying to figure out what happened and trying to like rally around Amar to be there for him to support him and to get the body for burial and every other thing that um, is needed at this time um so the the whole situation is getting really messy and everyone is just trying to like make sure that Ahmad is fine because he's the remaining partner obviously and he's going to be devastated and so um that while that is going on the ramp staff the people at the ramp resort the owners and the managing directors the lifeguards everyone is having a meeting trying to figure out how this had happened their ramp was supposed to be solid the old um, system was supposed to have prevented against something like this happening and this was going to be a very terrible thing for their signature you know you could walk on the ramp all by yourself um, unsupervised because they've created a very solid system a solid ramp and how did this person fell, fall off especially at that particular spot where there are crocodile infested waters and of course the owner of the resort is not happy because this would affect her business and she's wondering that how could you have created a ramp over the space and they're like oh every other person had been walking through that part like it's beautiful to see the crocodiles it's exciting it's dangerous but it's fun for most of the customers and this had never happened before but of course someone needs to take the blame so everyone was trying to push the blame around oh it's your fault you shouldn't have built a ramp over this place or oh, it's you that didn't create a very good ramp or the lifeguards should have insisted on following them you know a security officer should have insisted on being there at all times and so they just go back and forth back and forth with the whole accusations and everything and while this meeting is going on of course the night guards and the cleaners and everybody is not involved in this meeting because that's beyond their level but they are gossiping amongst themselves where the night guard that recognized Bera seems to um, have found his voice and can now say where he knew her and he told one of the cleaners that while he was working at a clinic um, as a security guard on the mainland, nearby actually, there was a doctor who was working at the clinic as well, but at an apartment 
um, somewhere in the same building where the hospital was. And Beryl was his patient. The doctor was a gynecologist. Beryl was his patient. And Beryl always visited him, not just in the clinic, but in this private apartment where the doctor had. And it wasn't such a long time ago. It was as recent as six, seven months before then. And um, that's where he knew her. And that's the other job he does aside from the ramp resort um, night duty work. And so that's why he didn't say hi to her because they both know where he knew her from. And he thought it would be hard to, to greet her in front of her husband, considering where he knew her from. And then one of the retainers as well says she recognized Ahmad because Ahmad had been to the resort at least twice, probably under a different name because she remembers that he wasn't called Ahmad then and it wasn't called Mr. Ama. But she had seen him twice, um, you know, just coming to visit and then probably doing one night and there was a particular time she remembers that he was just there for the ramp walk and that was it. He didn't even stay over and then she remembers him that she wonders why he denied it when they met each other um, when he came in with his wife and she was wondering like why didn't this guy acknowledge the fact that he has been here before or was he up to something was he even with any girls why was he denying it you know and then that was it and then um, the the night guard was saying oh he also knows Bera from another shady place so the couple have um, shady shady thing going on with them but they couldn't figure out what it was so in the other um, hand the the ramp managers and everyone is still doing this blame game trying to like send emails and then blame each other and trying to figure out how this happened and of course doing damage control because this kind of story must not get out into the press that this happened in their center okay so by day five of course (laughs) by friday and saturday thereabouts the family are already getting used and comfortable not comfortable but you know getting used to the idea that Mary is gone and um, they're planning a burial for her on the behest of Hamad he says that he thinks the burial should be taken um, quite immediately there's no reason to wait there's no reason for festivities and it should be a quiet ceremony um, so they decide to just go with the flow. He's the husband and the bereaved one here. So whatever he says just goes. And they're just trying to make him happy and as comfortable as is possible. So they bury um, Bera, Bera Ama, the following Monday um, in the presence of family, friends, church members. And, um, and that was it. So get a part two shortly um in a couple of days the part two will be out just let me know if you enjoy it tell me what you think is going to happen tell me what you think happened tell me how you think this story is going and please tell me if you think that i'm a good story right teller thank you so much for listening